This is Sequels, where we talk about the direct-to-video sequels of childhood classics, horror franchise installations, and those action films where they recast the lead actor to someone gentler on the budget. I'm Sarah Sorrentino, Associate Editor at Talk Film Society. I'm Shaquille Lambert from OneOfUs.net. And I'm Ale Gonzalez from FThisMovie.com. For this episode, we watched George of the Jungle 2, the direct-to-video sequel to the 1997 film George of the Jungle which came out two years before Brendan Fraser was in The Mummy. Is that crazy? That is so crazy. We are weeping a massive ass web here. <laughs> there's going to be some <laughs> interconnected MCU type shit. <laughs> there's, there's a ton of connections too, and I didn't want to go into it yet, but now that you bring it up, The Mummy, and then also there's a Lion King reference in this film. Oh, oh yes, there so is. Blatant. I noticed that. Okay, so the plot of this... It involves well, yeah, George of the Jungle. Uh, after the end of the at the end of the first one, he got married to Ursula, and then he finds out he have a kid. It's a couple years after that, and they're living good, they're living happy in the jungle and shit. But George, he's starting to you know take too much time hanging out with the animals and trying to solve their problems and spending less time with his family, the Disney dad syndrome type thing. And then at the same time, Lyle, played by Thomas Hayden Church, who was uh, Ursula's fiance in the first one, he's still trying to scheme to get her back. And Ursula's mom, uh, Beatrice, she just doesn't want Ursula in the jungle at all. She's like, listen, you need to live your life of privilege and luxury. So we're going to team up and try and steal eight mountain where they live steal it from from george and it ends up to them going to las vegas and all this other weird shit that we're just gonna get into but yeah that's pretty much how the plot goes it's super convoluted like they really have like three different plot lines in this movie. <laughs> realistically though the only people that came back for this movie was thomas hayden church which doesn't he have other things to do? Like, I think of him as a not bad actor. Like, <laughs> he's great, and he's especially great in these movies. He's so freaking funny. He's really great. Like, he's over the top. But why would he take this movie when they couldn't even bring back Brendan Fa- Fraser? You know what I mean? And Leslie Mann didn't come back. Yeah. No, we got uh, Julie Benz from Dexter. Oh yeah, I was gonna. I wrote down a note. Ali really thought that was Leslie Mann. <laughs> 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 the first time I saw this, I was, and the last time I saw this, I was like 12 years old. So, also, my apologies for picking this movie because I just want to say it was fucking awful. <laughs> the last time I remember watching this, I remember loving it. But I was 12. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was going to start this just like we started I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. I was going to be like, who picked this? <laughs> hey, listen, it's not my fault this time. Who did but it? This is, this is going to sound really weird. But I didn't totally hate this. <laughs> oh my god, Shaq, what uh, the listen, hell is okay, your problem? You, <laughs> you hated Scorpion King 3, but you didn't hate this? Uh, I'll explain myself. First off, this movie at the very beginning does something that no other no other directed video movie does that they should probably do. And that is explain and address the fact that the main actor is not the same main actor. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's something I like about George of the Jungle in general, like, including the first one. I like the narrator because it's so meta. Like, there's another scene where her mom is being an asshole and, like, the tour guides throw her off they the mountain. They murder her. The narrator is like, that didn't happen. I absolutely fell for that, by the way. I absolutely <laughs> fell for it. I was like, wow, they just killed the mom. That's great. And then it went back and I was like, wow, I really fell for that stupid guy. <laughs> 
I love that. This is my first, like, today, like, before we recorded this, was my first time seeing both movies. Oh, my God. Like, my only knowledge of George of the Jungle is, like, watching, like, the old cartoon, because I'd watch it, like, twice as a kid. Before we, like, delve into this, I do want to say that George of the Jungle is authentically, like, a great movie. I love that movie, and I have such a personal connection to it, because it's (laughs) it's just... I remember being like my favorite movie as a kid. I was shocked at how much I liked it. It was, was great, like, right? It was gonna be one of those ones that's like, oh, this is just really kind of dumb and just kind of like disposable kids entertainment. But no, I was laughing like really hard at a lot of it. And like, and, you like it gets emotional and it gets kind of serious at some points. Like the man gets shot, doesn't he? Jesus, he does. <laughs> he gets shot in the head, and the narrator's like, "Listen, no one dies in this story." I was like, "Oh, thank you for addressing." This. <laughs> I told myself I was going to rewatch George of the Jungle because I definitely have not seen it since 1997, and I did not do it. So I'm happy that you guys enjoyed it. But goddamn it, was I not confused while watching this movie, trying to remember these gags <laughs> that they're, they're referencing to, like him, like. I vaguely remember the fact that George of the Jungle cannot swing on a stupid vine without hitting something. That's yeah, that's literally his whole stick from every incarnation of his existence. Is watch out for that tree. What is up with George of the Jungle, guys? I need a background history. Is he just shitty Tarzan? Is that what's going on? Um, I yeah, think he's so. basically shitty Tarzan. Yeah, <laughs> he's always supposed to be shitty Tarzan, like since the beginning. I think so. I mean, look. I mean, look at how he looks. <laughs> like he is definitely supposed to mimic Tarzan. Yeah, George of the Jungle's whole thing is that it was created by, like, the same guys who made Rocky and Bullwinkle. So this shit was in no way supposed to be, like, serious or in any way, shape, or form. But what I appreciate, at least with the first one, is the fact that it's a full-ass cartoon. Like, it fully acknowledges it. It goes so over the top with the wacky Mm -hmm. sound effects and how George technically should have died so many times because just from the brain damage (laughs) he's gotten so many concussions over the course of these two movies i'm like no you should be dead (laughs) wait a second so this uh, now i i feel like i did know that this is from the same creators as uh rocky and bullwinkle didn't he do another movie from about like another character that's the same it's Dudley Do-Right. Holy shit. Yes. <laughs> he did Dudley Do-Right the same year as The Mummy. How dare he? What about the cinematic universe, man? You don't have, you don't care. You played Dudley Do-Right <laughs> and fake Tarzan. Oh, man. This thing, I, I didn't hate it because, yeah, because, mainly because of the narrator. Because he would address every single thing, yeah, like I mentioned, the first thing he says was, hey, we're in the same movie, but just different set. And hey, you're not Brendan Fraser. What the fuck? And George is like, listen, you couldn't pay <laughs> jo- uh, Brendan Fraser, so I'm here. It's like, all right, cool. We'll just roll with it. It's really good. I mean, it's very true, though, because by this time, this is six years later, he was a superstar in 2003. Like, that's peak mummy craziness. But I will say, they couldn't bring back brandon but they also couldn't bring back real animatronic animals because in the original movie in the first movie the elephant is like an animatronic and it looks real oh, no it doesn't actually... no it doesn't <laughs> have you just watched oh, it oh my no, god it doesn't. It's, way more, it's way more well done than it is in this oh movie. that that is 100 percent. yeah it looks even worse here it's really bad here remember when we watched our first episode <laughs> when we watched casper meets like. wendy and y'all were just <laughs> picking on those ghosts and i was like wait a second 
This is not going to no. be the worst effects we ever see on this podcast. This was so bad. Like, they were glowing. It was fucking weird. If we're already getting to, like, animal effects, I want to get into this the moment I saw it. But that fucking kangaroo, oh my god, is maybe the single worst effect oh, I've ever bad. seen. Not just, not in this movie, ever. <laughs> but it's, like, so difficult because... How am I supposed to be convinced that those animals are, like, real when they still have apes as animatronics? Like, the apes were, like, real practical effects. The apes are, like, dudes in in suits. Especially when there's that one chase scene in Vegas with uh, George, an ape, and Rocky, the boxing kangaroo, because, of course, got a crypt on from Looney Tunes. But when they're all running, and you see... Ape and George are clearly real people, but then <laughs> fucking shitty as a Rocky just hops in the frame, and you're like, no, exactly. <laughs> like, how are you gonna have shitty CGI animals and costumes in the same frame? Like, it doesn't. I what? <laughs> it was just awful. The early two thousands was all about amping up the CGI. Well, then at least make them all CGI. Don't make some of them CGI. <laughs> like. <laughs> one gag though that absolutely killed me was early on when they're having like the the animals having a big argument and the narrator stops the movie he's like all right listen we know they didn't talk in the last one but here they're gonna talk and then we're also gonna add animal subtitles for the animals to read and that oh, yeah. i was <laughs> crying laughing for like a good time it's like a genuine like intentional laugh <laughs> I mean, they do have, like, really great jokes in this. I just don't... <laughs> the movie itself is bad. I, it, there was just so many storylines that I was like, what in the fuck? She gets under hypnosis. <laughs> she becomes hypnotized. She forgets she's married to George. And then suddenly he kisses her, and now she suddenly remembers. All within the last three minutes <laughs> of the movie. That's very direct-to-video sequel subplot, you know? I'm, we have to expect these things. Then... Ape has, like, he's forever indebted to Lyle because he loses to him at a poker match. And then he's, like, having shows in Las Vegas, which I don't remember when the fuck that happened because that didn't happen in the first one. Actually, I can explain that. It was a, a mid credit scene at the end of the first one. Oh, my god! Because the whole thing with the poachers, they're like, oh, we're going to capture Ape and make him our big show, t- uh, our big, like pet animal and be big in vegas and shit and then when they capture the poachers ape becomes a star anyway so there's actual continuity with that whole thing are you kidding me i am they dead really serious they had people who knew these mid-credit scenes so well that they would like understand the story continuity <laughs> of the direct-to-video sequel that came out six years later those cutaways when they cut to ape playing poker i was also laughing at that because there's that one dude who kept singing every time he was shuffling the card <laughs> what's his name that singer i don't know i don't Kenny know rogers name. is that for real him though we're too young for it this. Was something like that no <laughs> did you see that fake beard come on Allie. i don't know ape was like fuck it i'm gonna just strangle this motherfucker <laughs> he does and i was again cracking up like legitimately like wow what is happening right now okay so you liked the stupidity in this but you didn't like the stupidity in scorpion king 3 i have a beef no! with you we are in because a fight that <laughs> Listen, at least was so silly and over the top, just because I already knew that coming in with with George of the Jungle, how ridiculous it was in the first one. The other one with Scorpion King, it was a legit action movie. And for them to just suddenly turn into fucking 
Xena young Hercules bullshit. It was it threw me off of that. Here it was consistent. You gotta have a suspension of disbelief. The worse that a film gets, the more that they need to add this kind of corny humor to make it float. Yeah, I guess that's true. This was so bad. And with George of the Jungle, it was already at this level to begin with. It's shittier humor than the first one, but it's still consistent. I will say there is there is one part that made me fucking crack up, and it was when <laughs> when Ursula's mom <laughs> called Lyle, and she's like hopefully you've gotten your obsession under control. And then it cuts to him in a room filled with pictures of Ursula on the wall and like Ursula mannequins. The Ursula mannequins creep me out. I was like, is he dressing up as Ursula? It's so (laughs) weird. He does a great job. Yeah. Also, I would like to say that like Lyle in the first one was kind of condescendingly racist. Oh, oh yes. Oh yes. Like when when he's talking to like the, the other like tour guides or whatever. And he's like, Oh, look at this magic pictures. You don't know where this is from. And they just pull out the cameras. Like, listen, your camera's dusty and we got a 35 mil camera right here i like love that i mean would you say that because ursula's mom is even racist she's literally standing on them. yes yeah oh 100 that's why i was so happy when they just murdered it's her. so funny when the tour guides they called her melanin challenge they, they what oh my god they I... called her melanin challenge melanin deficient oh, that's funny and I was like, I'd never thought I'd ever read those words on a direct-to-video Disney product. <laughs> From 2003. This is the best day of my life. <laughs> Who knew that George of the Jungle 2 would be this woke? Can we talk about the fucking song that is the common thread between George of the Jungle 1 and George of the Jungle 2? Because I actually fucking oh, love that song. Jesus. Like, it's on my iPod. Wait, 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 wait. You have an iPod? What? <laughs> you mean the, the one that they had the wedding to. <laughs> I do have an iPod. I have an iPod too. What <laughs> okay, you talking about? I mean, no, no disrespect. Not only does she have a song from a movie that it drove me crazy. That song during this movie. What Dela song? It's good. <laughs> that's what the song is called. By the way, that's how obsessed. <laughs> that's how oh, obsessed I am with that song. And there's like a scene in the first movie where they're dancing around a campfire to the song, and it to this day makes me cry. I'm like crying now. I have a question about them dancing around campfires, by the way. Is that supposed to be some sort of, like, illusion for sex? Oh, oh. people, like, hops over the campfire, and I was like, you... All right, I guess you're not gonna burn, all right. <laughs> That's a then again, this man point. has survived how many concussions, so I shouldn't be talking. That's very true, and getting shot. The issue really is that he's not having sex with Ursula enough. She's obviously upset about it. She's doing chores around the house aggressively. Actually, they haven't since they, they have haven't a kid. had since they have a kid. And then when they finally do, the narrator's like, "But he made his wife very happy," and they're like laying there around the campfire. Yep. And then he like brings some guys to play some music, and then also that boy did not look five years old <laughs> because that was supposed to be his fifth birthday. He looked. 13. <laughs> oh, you mean the kid for two and a half men, Angus T. Jones. Oh, was that him? Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Why do you know his full name like that, dude? Like, what is that? Listen, <laughs> two and a half men basically over here ran in syndication hell, where it was everywhere <laughs> all the time. It was wow. baffling. And so I would see that kid all the fucking time everywhere I went. So at this point, I'm like, all right, yeah, no, I know you, kid. You're in the shitty show. Shaq, I thought about you very often throughout this movie because there was a lot of instances where a live human being would 
be sexually attracted to a gorilla and i know that no i don't here we are not because... i'm gonna stop this right now we are not starting this narrative we absolutely are not starting this yeah, i don't like this at all i'm actually gonna have to cut that out but thing, no. you're not wrong about that part about the bcl where it's like what are we seriously doing this okay but at the very end of the movie when when uh what's your name no it happens so often and it happens in the first but one ursula's friend who wanted for two movies has wanted to fuck George's brains out. Oh, is that it's the same, same girl? girl? Oh my uh, god. Yeah. I didn't even fucking realize that that was Ursula's friend from the apartment where George is naked. In the yes. <laughs> I, I had to look it up on IMDb just to make sure that it was the same girl. No, it is. And so when she sees Abe, her first reaction is not like Beatrice is like, oh shit, it's a talking Abe. And she's like, oh, I'm gonna fuck this Abe. <laughs> <laughs> So weird. Did the writer's room not have something to say about that? It's not okay. <laughs> they were like, you know what? This is brilliant. This is brilliant. Let's put it in the film. Everyone will love it. There's nothing wrong with this. Hey, uh, quick fact. The director of this film, David Grossman, yes. also directed an episode of the Hercules TV show. Oh. Everything's a circle, everybody. Everything's a Everything circle. is sequels. Everything. This George looks like someone who probably would have been a stunt double. For Kevin Sorbo. Why do you guys know these strange actors' names so well? Because I can make weird references like that. <laughs> Other people who are in this movie who shouldn't be in this movie, Michael Clark Duncan <laughs> as Mean Lion. What the oh, fuck is going yeah. on with that shit? I was about to bring up, why does he sound satanic? <laughs> he sounds really satanic. And also, like, that storyline could have just been cut out completely. <laughs> Absolutely. They're like, we need some pressure from the jungle. So he feels uh, torn apart at both sides. I'm like, nah, we're okay. The whole story could have just been Ursula kind of misses being in civilization. Like, that could have just been it. Ursula's needs are not being met. Exactly. <laughs> and uh, she's thinking about going Exactly. Home. And Lyle's trying to sweep in and shit. So, yeah, th- like, those work. This whole other, like, him, I'm trying to take over the animal kingdom. Because, you know what? Hugh, uh, lions are always king of the jungle. First off, I'm like, you shouldn't even be in this environment compared to these other animals. Just for him to have a corporate takeover that lasts all of, like, five minutes until fucking George pinches his ear i have a question for everyone but i'm gonna answer it first because if i don't i'll forget to answer it favorite character my favorite character is tuki 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 i love the tuki tuki i think it's so oh my god the part where he like fantasizes in the airplane yeah or is he like the the students with the beak also in comparison from the first to the second where it it sounds normal to me where it's like it's high-pitched this tuki tuki bird sounded like it smoked a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I looked, I was like, why the fuck does it sound so different? And then I realized oh, the weirdest fact, the weirdest person who could have done this, which is Kevin Grutert, who's known as the editor for the first five Saw movies and directed six and seven. Mm. Okay. No. That's weird. That's weird. Why are you ruining this for me? <laughs> I, I was like, that name sounds familiar. Where have I seen that name before? And so when I click on his name on Wikipedia and see that, I was like, oh, he did this? <laughs> really? That's fucking weird. I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> Sometimes there's too much knowledge. Sometimes we don't have to read too much into that. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah, I just want to be happy. I just want to find out that the bird has, makes cute sounds. Even though it was miserable watching this. To be fair, listen, I still laughed every time he did that sound because that was my favorite thing ever. 
Shaq, what's your favorite character? Oh, the narrator, 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he would address every, every problem that I had. Like, the point when uh, they even made a damn King Kong parody. And he was like, listen, we are not too low to do this. <laughs> He's just like, listen, we know this movie is trash. I'm going to help you get through this. We're going to do it together. I'm going to pause every few minutes to keep, make sure you're okay. He literally rips Thomas Hayden Church out of the movie. That's so smart. <laughs> Also, when Thomas Hayden Church first comes in, and he's and they show the scene to like catch you up on who that bitch is, and he's like, "Did you really have to show that scene?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he is the the narrator is so petty throughout this whole thing. He's a diva. I love it. <laughs> have we watched a single film for this podcast so far where the villain wasn't just like great? I think we all agree that. Anytime someone goes, like, over the top, we've been pretty happy. Yeah, they've all been pretty great. Absolutely. We can say for uh, certain that direct-to-video sequels have great villains, if you're into that sort of thing. Unless it's I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, aside from that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. But that's, they gave him nothing. That's why. If they let Zombie, whatever his name, talk, it would have been great, right? Yeah. Uh, one thing, though, one little last thing. Uh, I know you guys didn't go all the way to the end of the credits, and why would you? But... The, the narrator gets with the narrator for Mulan for some reason. With, I'm sorry, what? Wait, wait, wait. I didn't watch that far. Okay, so at the very, very end of the credits, because I was trying to see if there's like a post credit scene or whatever, so I just randomly click, and I hear a voice. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? The narrator's talking? And so he's like, listen, everyone gets it to everyone. Like, you can go on and leave the movie. We're at the end of the credits. You could go be with your, your friend or your boyfriend or your girlfriend. I have nobody. And then the voice from, like, the narrator from Mulan is like, hello. It's like, who are you? Mulan doesn't have a narrator. Yeah, what are you talking about? But, uh, no, no, no. But she's like, oh, I'm the narrator from Mulan. And then they just start having, like, sensual noises. Whoa, like, wait, no, you're what? fucking kidding. You're fucking kidding. I am not kidding you. This is the very, very, very end of the credits. You're lying. You're lying. I am not shitting you. What are you talking about? That doesn't even make any sense. Mulan doesn't even have a narrator. That's what I'm saying. For some reason, they just decided to put one. Okay, I'm watching this right now. (laughs) That doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't. It doesn't. But it just happens because this movie is fucking bizarre. Shaq is lying to us. I am not lying. What the fuck is this shit? Oh, so you hear it now. She said she's the narrator from the line. So you see, I'm not making this shit up. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> what the actual fuck? What the fuck? I don't know why I even, like, came across that. But I think it's because I saw, the like, the weird, like, fake outtakes. I'm like, there's got to be something Her name else is Leah Salong or something. Oh, no. That's yeah. Insane. Oh, my gosh. It's just... What? What? It's just, it's just her, it's just her voice. Wow. That just made me love the film. I don't even think it, I'm like going to look at the trivia for Georgia the Jungle 2. What? Like, I can't even imagine that being conjured up in a writer's room. It's not even on the trivia for the IMDb page. Uh, Nope, it's not even on our IMDb, so it's not even like. Google this now. Like, just a clip of the end. I love how we put this to a grinding halt. Six and a half hours later. At this point, our intrepid heroes delved into a manic search for definitive proof that the aforementioned credit scene actually existed. But we spared you those 27 minutes because we were concerned about our iTunes rating. Meanwhile. Ali, we never passed to you. Who's your favorite character? 
I didn't even consider the narrator to be a character, so I didn't think about that. And I was just going to say George, just because he's so fine. <laughs> he was so good in this movie. But I don't know. Which George did you like the best? I like Brandon Fraser because he, he, I think he threw himself more into the role. And he has better comedic energy than this new guy. Like, not to say that the new guy is, like, terrible or whatever, because I'm sure he's, like, he was an up-and-coming actor or whatever. But I think Brendan Fraser is just so much better at, like, physical comedy. It's actually equal for me, just because they only look different. Like, I feel like the acting was pretty similar. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it's just because Brendan Fraser has a more expressive face. Yeah. Just seems like when he's like eating coffee for the first time and like running around San Francisco. Oh, so good. I hated Ursula in this though. Oh, she was the worst. Her wig was also bad. <laughs> the scene where she's in the pool and trying to like make Ursula's friends like speak so unnaturally in the pool. And her voice. Like, isn't Lyle great? Guys, I can't even. I can't <laughs> even pay attention right now. I'm this shit up still. I am in absolute shock. What the fuck is going on? Wait, wait. No, I still don't understand. It's not even on the Wikipedia page. Why is it not on the Wikipedia page? Because no one ever goes that far to actually hear it. What the fuck? I stumbled into this that's shit. That's the weirdest thing that's ever... What is even... How have I not heard about that? That's such a weird thing to me. First of all, the fact that there's like an end credit scene with where the narrator's just talking is weird. And then what happens and transpires in the end credit scene is even weirder. <laughs> Why Mulan? Why couldn't they pick a fucking movie that actually had a narrator? I don't know. <laughs> it's like, I know, but I don't. Okay, okay, I'll try to focus. I'm gonna try to focus. I, I can't even... <laughs> uh, although, if you don't count the narrator as a character, which totally do but otherwise ape is great ape is great yes every time freaking john cleese actually came back to do how this. are you guys having a normal conversation right now i don't understand because i've had enough time to just like john mentally, cleese did like, come back though he did yeah he looked that can be found on the wikipedia page he had multiple like <laughs> musical numbers too like that big show tune he did that was great and his little hawaiian shirt i do love ape a lot <laughs> Also, he looks so much better now than he did in the first one. Because in the first one, they didn't even bother to make the like the mouth match up. It looked like worse than like the old Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Yet they made the other animals look shittier. I don't quite understand <laughs> how that happened. I guess they just put all their focus on trying to make ape look more believable. Yeah, a talking ape, guys. When are we? Uh, when are we going to watch a a good direct to video sequel again? Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry? The Scorpion King 3 <laughs> was just last episode. <laughs> like, How dare you? Don't make me bring up the receipts. You didn't even... You liked that movie, but you didn't. You wouldn't say it's a good movie. Um, you literally told people not to watch you're right. it. Did I really say you that? You did. I have the receipts, and I'm the editor of the podcast. <laughs> uh, what was the last good one that we watched? Um, I can't even remember. I don't even... Have we seen a good one? I mean... Extremely goofy movie, Extremely I think, is like movie. maybe the only one. Yeah, I guess. No, I mean that's yes. your personal opinion, Shaq. But uh, it's extremely goofy movie, and then we started absolutely with the best. Casper meets Wendy. The, okay, no, no, that's that's a hundred percent subjective. <laughs> but I think in terms of like maintaining quality from first from original installment to like the sequel that we watch, 
I think Goofy Movie is legitimately the only one that's maintained, like, a quality. Like, you could say, it's oh, we've enjoyed it or not. Better. But in terms of, like, objective quality, they're kind of on similar levels. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with you. But also, Casper Meets Wendy is a great movie. I also agree with Sarah. God damn it. I, my mind is blown right now. <laughs> this shook you for the entire episode. <laughs> I want to apologize to our listeners that this episode has been 15 minutes <laughs> of talking about the post credit scene. I'm going to hopefully just like cut a lot of it out. But God, if I am not like confused <laughs> and I just the Internet didn't help me and I'm more upset about that than anything. When I can't find something on the internet, I, I get very uncomfortable. It's like, is it even real? Is life even real? I'm tripped out right now. If anything, I'll say one more, one last thing at least that I can remember to talk about. But the final, final sequence has some of the worst green screen I've ever seen. Especially the part where George, he's vine surfing. That's a total ripoff from Tarzan. Oh, 100%. Meanwhile, his kid, uh, George Jr., or whatever the fuck his name is, he's actually like vine swinging. And there's one shot where he's like, oh, look at me, mom, I'm doing this. And he's supposed to be doing a backflip, but it's the worst kind of, like, post-editing. I'm just spinning this thing over and over again <laughs> I've ever seen. <laughs> just dragging the mouse in circles. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> what do you expect from a film that has an effects budget of $3? <laughs> Let me see what the budget is. Uh, there, there's no listed budget, so I can't even see what the budget is. That's on purpose. Because Disney's good about that, at least with direct-to-video <laughs> shit. They hide the shit. Oh, God. Now I want to watch Tarzan. Okay, it's time for final thoughts. Shaq, go ahead. Okay, I was surprised at how much I enjoyed this movie, which seems like the polar... This feels like a Bizarro episode from last time. But I actually thought this was pretty fucking funny. Like, I laughed at all the meta jokes. I was surprised at how meta it was. It's dumb it's really really dumb but it knows because it's a cartoon and i think because it's aware of how ridiculous it is that i had a much better time than i thought i ever would with this you guys can sue me but yeah i I had fun with this we will sue you go ahead ali well to no one's surprise since me and shaq never see eye to eye on anything (laughs) i hated this movie (laughs) i will never be watching it again in fact i need a palate cleanser so i'm gonna watch georgia the jungle one that's great I hated this. I'm very upset. I don't understand it. I probably should have watched George of the Jungle before watching this. It was bad, and I feel bad. Let's move on to plugs, Shaq. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me in all of my bizarro takes, apparently, at Shaq Excellence, S-H-A-K Excellence. You can also go check out myself over on oneofus.net including the screener squad and eye on the prize and if you like any of the stuff you know give a dollar to and subscribe there's a lot of extra shows and a lot of good stuff ali okay you can find me at sick underscore underscore six six on twitter and you can find my writing at fthismovie.com i write at daily grindhouse and i podcast here okay i told everyone that i was not going to do plugs anymore for myself, just because I don't know how to do it. <laughs> and I would rather use this time to kind of shout out to our supporters. Quite honestly, I just want to say thank you for Talk Film for Society. They put out our episodes on their network, and they have a lot of listeners, and we appreciate it. And everybody who's been, you know, following our Twitter account and liking and sharing our stuff, really appreciate it, you guys. Anybody specific, y'all? Rob Trench. Rob Trench. 
Hey, boo. Yo, my boy Rob. <laughs> Rob Trench is a nice person who is very good at the Twitter and likes to tag us after he goes viral. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Rob, the homie. If you want to get shout out, then you got to work harder. Thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs>